0: Hello lovely listeners. Hello. <laughs> Sorry that was really weird. <laughs> um, it's been a while since we recorded the first episode. Ages
1: actually and last has happened which you'll there's, find out about.
0: Yeah there's been some holiday delays, Ooh. some COVID delays. Yes. But we're back and we realised we completely forgot to introduce ourselves or define the subject of our pilot episode and
1: that goes to show how inexperienced we are in the podcast world but we're back and this time we are going to introduce ourselves.
0: Yeah. So that's Aston. That's me and that's Lily. Yeah. So unlike most podcasts you can distinguish between us because there is a significant difference in our accents. And we did this
1: on purpose. Yep, so you're welcome. And I'm British and Lily is American. I just got really
0: confused. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Aston is the American, yes. and I am the english one the English one um and yeah, so, as you listen, you'll realize that the topic for the pilot episode is something called toxic feminism. Mm-hmm. I realize that's quite controversial, so just yeah. wanted to define it a little bit more. Not that feminism is toxic, but more that um there's become a bit of a construct in that people hold themselves to feminist standards that aren't actually very feminist Mm. um, in that like it it just causes women to um, try and behave in certain ways that are detrimental to their mental health, not because feminism is bad, but because, yeah, they just set themselves like expectations that they, they then feel they can't meet and they're not necessarily consistent all the time. So that's just something I wanted to clear up before.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> we just briefly
1: run through outlooks and our experiences and kind of things that tie into that. Do we cover it in depth? No, definitely not. No, we near
0: enough. No. But it's our first time. <laughs> yep. So forgive
1: us. So seriously, and huge break here.
0: <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Thank you for being here. Fasten your seatbelts. We're preparing
1: for takeoff in three, two, one.
0: Fans space with Lillian Aston. So, this is something we've wanted to do for some time, but struggled with the topic, right?
1: Aston? I mean, all the cool kids are doing podcasts, so here we are.
0: Yeah, and then I've always felt, you know, there's always that classic thing of everybody starts a podcast mm. and they're not necessarily always good. Let's be honest,
1: most of them are shit this is true and ours might be shit as well but probably
0: here you are (laughs) and so the reason we actually wanted to start this and I suppose we've not actually introduced ourselves yet but um to introduce everyone to the concept of what we want to do is actually get to know ourselves a little bit better um because I think something that we find right is that people tell stories about themselves and I certainly tell stories about myself And then when I'm not necessarily true to my story, I get a little bit frustrated.
1: Yeah, it's a bit much, isn't it? And I think for us too, day to day, we run through
0: everything
1: and we figured out to a certain extent, maybe we're saying some shit that would really help people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I guess to put us into context, so we met at work um, only about like six or eight months ago. Is that that right? maybe nine. Crazy. I don't actually know. Um, and we are massive analyzers and we like to think that we're very self-aware.
1: Yes. So Lily and I are our own therapists currently. And yeah. with that,
0: we think we know everything. And I suppose, yeah, we don't want to hide from the truth anymore. No. Um, we want to kind of listen to the stories we tell about ourselves, unpick the stories we tell about ourselves and actually get to the bottom of the truth. And I think the reason we thought this might be something somebody might want to listen to one day (laughs) is because I think there are so many external factors in people's lives that determine how they want to present themselves, Mm -hmm. whether that be uh, like a gender identity or your job or whatever that causes you to give yourself a character role. It's so true. And I think the thing of it is,
1: is like ours come about with such comedy. And with that, we feel that sharing the stories, learning from each other, learning from others as well, and just putting it out there might actually actually help us a bit.
0: Yeah. And like, I guess not giving ourselves such a hard time when our characters maybe break consistency. So, and I think that's a big, big thing in the world you know people have their work persona and their home persona yes. and their friends persona and then there's always these kind of consistencies that people aim to kind of reach that aren't necessarily who they are
1: yeah no not at all let's be honest we're different with everyone
0: <laughs> and and I think you know I, I certainly had my kind of who I was at school. Mm. And now I have who I am at work or who I am when I go on dates or who I am at home. And I don't think that the person that I present myself to be is always the same one.
1: So true. So welcome to the journey, everyone. Lily
0: and I figuring it out, (laughs) (laughs) trying to kind of dive into either current affairs topics that kind of have us questioning mm-hmm. what, whether we have consistent viewpoints on them, because um, a lot of the time I don't, um, and general perceptions of ourself, um, reviews of the past mm-hmm. as well, I feel like the story always gets told differently, yep. different topics, we take suggestions, we take debates, we take challenges. We take whatever, help us, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, if you don't agree with us, we fully welcome um, any sort of challenge. And I think the first thing we really wanted to dive into, and I think something that we've been experiencing a lot, and disclaimer, this is not an episode of The Guilty Feminist, nor are we trying for it to be. No. But is, I guess, the toxic topic, not the toxic, the topic, Uh but Uh not of toxic femininity, but of um, toxic feminism in... The expectations that women set on each other and themselves to meet certain standards that maybe aren't necessarily like very healthy. So Lily, where on the sliding scale of feminism out of 10
1: do you put yourself?
0: I would love to say I'm like an 11. Nice. (laughs) Um, But like I said, then there are these times where I'm definitely like a minus two.
1: I I would really put myself on bottom tier (laughs) and not because I don't. Have feminine and feminist tendencies and wanting to push and pursue and be better. It's just sometimes I feel like it's easier to not go fully there.
0: And and like, why is it not easy to go fully there? Exactly, but I feel like I'm
1: a fake person if I do go past a certain extent, right?
0: Right, and then you also feel shit about yourself if
1: you <laughs> stay if you do and you're
0: exactly and I awful. think exactly. a big one like that I've experienced in, like, my life. Like, for example, salary negotiation. Oh, dude, the worst. It's one of those things that never really occurs to me. I'm, like, just happy to be here. (laughs) And then I kind of turn around and kind of chastise myself, like, six to ten months down the line, because I'm like, oh, I wasn't the girl that I thought I was. Mm. And this is the thing. Again, we think we're super self-aware. We think we're one kind of way. And... Yeah, it doesn't necessarily work out the way you anticipate it would. No, but it never does,
1: does it? Because even in those conversations where you're going into it and you've just hyped yourself up, this is my experience with salary negotiations. I don't know about yours. Yeah. It's all tell a story. I'll sit for like three days. I'll do I'll do the research. I'll write it down. I'm hyping myself up. I'm playing the fucking Rocky Balboa theme going into my call with my manager. And then you go sorry. I'm there, <laughs> and then he says, "How's your day?" and I go. and everything that I have just prepped is out the window. I'm just there going, you know, it might be nice to be paid a bit more. Oh no, sorry, that's not possible. Okay,
0: sorry for asking. Okay, that's fine. What can I do then? (laughs) Oh, honestly, one time I fully started a conversation with my manager and he was like, how are you? And I was like, I am having the best day ever and he was like okay yeah, i was like then, i am in the best mood and then q about 36 minutes later i was crying about exactly. my pain
1: um, having <laughs> a full breakdown he's like jesus i didn't sign up for this job <laughs> <I'm> wiping <laughs> the <laughs> tears from my face <laughs> <laughs> were these girls on my team insane
0: <laughs> um and it's it's those times where then you kind of look in the mirror and you're like wow i I'm not who I thought I was. And I guess what we want to do is almost challenge that standard of like, why are we holding ourselves to this thing, right? And, and I think being early Gen Z, late millennial, I think we're in a really interesting generation where we were still raised watching like films, like color corrected films from the 50s, like yeah. Disney. and And then there's been this flip mm. since we've been about maybe 17 or 18 yeah. of then you actually need to behave a different way. Um, and I'm not sure if there is even a healthy um, balance in in that kind of flip. Mm. And I think, yeah, I mean, it reminds me, and this is where, I, excuse me for going quite deep, but I did a I did a module on um, gender and development, and there was a really interesting case where Nike it, like initiated a project in sub-Saharan Africa on mm. getting women into work, and they gave jobs to loads of women and it turned out and they got loads of good press for it but the reality on the ground was because the cultural expectations of the women in the area weren't changed
1: Ooh.
0: their labor was doubled because the domestic labor was right. still their responsibility and i think this is kind of where it kind of comes into very much less important
1: well you know what <laughs> we are not sub-saharan african woman working for nike and thank god but you know what it's a great
0: we have to go through my domestic fuck labor you. fuck you nike exactly um interestingly i read an article today about how um i can't remember her name but an athlete and she got pregnant and nike refused to pay her the same level of sponsorship oh, god and she turned around and started her own brand well there you have it nike so, <laughs> ruining
1: the world <laughs> i still wear their shoes <laughs> don't see us nike we love you do you Good feel time. like we're on a date? Yeah, kind of. It's really intimate. It's like mood lighting. I'm yeah. sat on a couch. <laughs> Lily has a beer. She sat over me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not on my date. Over you, girl. Jesus. I just slipped. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, also, big thank you um, to Matt and Changas, my brother and his flatmate, yes, for having us. Truly, all we had to do in repayment was. A kilo of oats and <laughs> a, a, a can Pepsi of <laughs> Um So we have cheap overheads here at Get Some Space. Yes. <laughs> On a budget, baby. Join our network. Um, you, guess, know what?
1: you know what, Lily? We have to talk about it because it's always the elephant in the room for us. On the topic of dates. On the topic of dates, exactly. And if anyone can tell from how I just reacted and sexualized that comment, we have quite the interesting dating experiences. For sure. I don't think I've ever met someone in my life that has such contrasting dating (laughs) kind of tendencies and wants and needs.
0: But I also feel like we're really similar. And I think this is one thing we really bonded over is that we are both very, um, and no worries, guys, it does fit in with our general overarching theme. (laughs) We are not deviating from the subject. Is is that idea of being really amenable. Like, again, with like the salary negotiations dates, I'm like very, I can be very dismissive and Mm -hmm. rude and abrasive, not abrasive, but kind of, Nonchalant at first, yeah. but I'm actually quite a romantic, and I tend to give a lot, and I I give a lot with my friends too, and then I beat myself up for it, and I, I don't know. What do you think, Aston?
1: I definitely think that we are super similar. With like right off the bat, we just want to assume the worst as well, and we want to go into dates just thinking like this is gonna be shit. That sounds so bad, but I don't ever think we go into a date like it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be this. We go in with the headset of like. We need, we need to be a certain way yeah. and, and suss this out a bit more. Yeah,
0: and we adopt, again, these characters of people who don't need to be on the date, exactly. don't want to be on the date, don't and like the and person they're actually, dating. And it actually ruins the date yeah, fully. Yeah, for ourselves and for others. I mean, minus the actual terrible dates we've been on. Oh, I don't cool. think that's our fault. Okay, that can't be our fault. <laughs> Again, we want to assume responsibility, so if anybody wants to call us out, please feel free. If you've ever been on a date with one of us, Sorry. we take we take um we take reviews and feedback quite seriously here.
1: <laughs> Go on Lily and us, and Yelp reviews. <laughs> Trust pilot. Trust pilot. Get some <laughs> Trust pilot, one star baby across the board. <laughs> Fucking dis- most disturbing date I've ever Strange, heard. angry but emotional woman. <laughs> she liked me but then didn't look at me for the rest of the <laughs> just
0: kidding um and this is the thing yeah I think we both have that tendency of being quite off um yeah but it's off by choice and that's the thing yeah. that's worse and then there's always a flip yeah and then we're like well why aren't you as nice to me as I am to you
1: <laughs> I don't know if well, anybody's touched a- you <laughs> <laughs> why, why aren't you proposing to mm.
0: me <laughs> literally and I think You know, I think especially when people give a lot... And and again, when it comes back to that kind of thing of like... Well, you've got to be cool. You've got to be easygoing. You've got to be flexible. Mm. Um, It reminds me of, you know, Gone Girl... Where she was like, oh, yeah... And he's like he has no clue why his wife ends up being a massive psycho. It, yeah, um, because she was like I guess to put this into context for people who n- have never read Gone Girl, the title kind of gives it away. She goes missing um, by choice,
1: mind by you. By choice. This she, woman had a plan.
0: Yeah, but she was always so relaxed, easygoing. She was a sociopath. Yeah, but I honestly feel like that's soma- sociopath. <laughs> Because, you know, I, and I, this was a problem I I had in my previous relationship where Mm. I was always fine with everything. Like I was the most easygoing, Mm -hmm. friendly, down with the boy's girlfriend and like my resentment kind of mounted. And I mean, not to say that he was any better than me, but when I did kind of react or let it build up, it's like it's like, you know, that conversation with my boss, I yeah. was cool, I was fine, I was chilled. And then I have these moments where because I've not actually been myself, yeah. I I react in quite like an emotional way. And this isn't me gaslighting myself, don't worry, ladies. Um, or men. Or men, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but there are these times where I've, I've just kind of snapped and and got quite upset or brought up quite a serious issue out Mm. out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, I think we tend to do that all the time. Just continue continue to put off and then it leads to this actually worse situation.
0: Right. And we're then
1: stuck. Um, Well, one, now you don't want to look like a psycho because you've already (laughs) sat down and you've been like, oh, I'm fine with all this. So you can't really go back now. Exactly. And it's the same in relationships. It's the same in work. It's Mm -hmm. honestly, it's the same in anything in life. Where you're then too far gone. So what do you do? You just act like you don't give a shit. I feel like I'm in therapy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Let> it up. <laughs> And we create these things like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna... Yeah, like- I would get to a point where I'm like, I'm just gonna break up with you no, because seriously. I don't wanna face myself. No, I'm like, the <laughs> guys ghosted me, I'm here crying,
1: listen to Megan the Stallion because that's what, <laughs> that's what I have to do to move on. Whereas I would
0: be listening to folklore. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, song recommendations, August by Taylor Swift and Thought Shit by Megan the Stallion. Great contrast. Depending you on your mood in in concession of one another as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They they flow quite nicely. <laughs> Um, I think this paradoxical thing, actually, funnily enough, uh, reminds me of um, something uh, mine of my sister's history teacher said to my, my sister, and she always thought she was really chill and cool mm. and, like, nonchalant. I think she always, like, aspired to be, like, a little bit French. Lovely. Um, <laughs> Modelled herself off of, like, Alexa Chung. Anyway, and <laughs> she, she turned to, the, to our history teacher, and she was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I reckon I'm, I'm quite mysterious. And he's called Mister, and he was like is this the cute one. No, uh, okay. oh no, <laughs> I nearly said a name. It, <laughs> so it was guys. another cute one. All, all right. of their, our history teachers were good-looking, which God. kind of makes sense. History and politics, which <laughs> is why we degree. all ended up doing a degree in in politics um, for the wrong reasons. <laughs> a man and, and then, this is an episode you about feminist turn up at uni, and everybody's just an old woman, and you're like, Oh Shit. no, damn it, <laughs> Barbara is <wrong>. my <laughs> world history teacher, damn it. <laughs> um, no, and he turned around to her and he said you know what, you are the least mysterious person no.
1: I've ever met in my whole no. life. I think if someone said that to me, I would spiral. I would be like, I don't know myself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't listen to music and stare out the
0: window. I'm like, not mysterious, it's just obvious I'm fucking weird. <laughs> and, and, and I think this is the funny thing, because I think, you know, like, we go to work drinks, mm-hmm. we go to the pub, we go out anywhere right and you can observe people and really kind of figure them out by being outside Mm. of them and I think again what we're trying to achieve is that kind of level of like well if we met us what on earth would we be saying about us and I think it's (laughs) valuable We'd be running
1: away, we'd be like, we're not talking to these girls, it's too much for us. See, now you're being mean about yourself. I'm not, I, I love us. I would be friends with us. I would be friends with us too.
0: And, and this is our ego-stroking podcast. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe. Um, <laughs> subscribe. Be our friend. <laughs> and yeah, no, I think it is that kind of element of what would a drunk stranger in the bathroom Mm. say to you about you what would your history teacher God. <laughs> say to your you. high male history <laughs> teacher he hopefully would be asking you on a date hopefully not and this brings us onto the topic of Aston likes really old men <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> I can't deny it <laughs> and it's not because I have dad issues so, so tell us
0: more Aston <laughs> what issues do you I
1: feel, I am, I think I'm just too, I, I like a mature, <laughs> mature, <laughs> a, mature vibe. Cheddar. a mature I was gonna say that, a fine wine, but no, I think I just tend to put myself in situations where I like more serious people, so for me, I'd rather have an older guy that like knows what he wants, and is a bit more secure in himself, and I'm not saying like... most of the time older men are single for a reason this is not about the man that I am currently seeing
0: he's lovely (laughs) disclaimer (laughs) um yeah no I I think that that is interesting right though because I like knowing you as your friend Mm. you do come off very mature and grown up but then you are also like a four-year-old exactly and I think it is again that kind of element of paradoxical kind of behavior because people make decisions based on who they think they are Mm. and then they're like but shit that's not who I am like and I get like to make it even very basic you have people who are in like careers for like 25 years they just fucking hate it yeah but they don't know that they hate it because nobody's ever told them you don't know yeah like
1: i said when you're too far gone you don't change right because you don't want to this does not have to do about my dating older men by the way that's
0: (laughs) sure (laughs) (laughs) then i've always thought i would like to be with somebody older and then i constantly go out with people my age um, and I am constantly <laughs> disappointed. I guess, um, talking about your mature relationships, Aston, <laughs> I think it takes us, interestingly, onto the topic of um, red flag oh. or, like, chaotic behaviour being something that we find quite interesting. Chaotic
1: behaviour. <laughs>
0: because <laughs> I would say that we are both relatively unpredictable uh, yeah i think we're quite insane to be fair and, and moody moody um mm-hmm. and for some reason we spend all of our waking hours together <laughs> 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 and it's it's an interesting thing to think about because why and funnily enough it's something my therapist kind of brought up to me she was like, a like she, she was like are all of your friends chaotic and then in a oh, date, no. on a date I was on the other day, he turned around and he was like, yeah, are all of your friends chaotic? And I was like, shit, is this, is this a thing about me? Interesting. Um, right? And it's an observation that has been, I don't know, made
1: about me twice. I don't think I've ever been called chaotic, but maybe people are just nice to me because I feel like <laughs> intense entails the same thing, doesn't it? It
0: is the you're same quite lighting. intense. That's like, you're fucking crazy. And I do think we, I mean, have the tendency to make quite snap decisions. Um, Yeah, we're
1: definitely very reactive.
0: Yeah. And I think it was like I said earlier, like, instead of wanting to seem like a psycho Mm. when I wasn't happy in a relationship, instead I would just end the relationship. (laughs) It's not necessarily very healthy conflict resolution. Yeah. Um, And I think it's why, why do we find those scenarios interesting? Well, when you're that type of person, you
1: need someone to match that, right? Like, you're not going to go for someone that's sat like, okay, Lily, great, good one. Well, you're like yelling at them. I kind of like, love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, did you just whisper? That's so sexy. Like, thank you. No, you're going to go for someone that's able to match that and be a bit, bit of a rogue one, right? Equally
0: unpredictable. Equally unpredictable. But on the flip of that, <laughs>
1: I think despite us being unpredictable, we have a lot of wants and a lot of
0: standards for things. But this is where it becomes interesting, right? Because we say we have standards. Have I ever met any of them? Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And, and that's the thing. And it's like, it's even the concept of a type, right? I mm. could say I have a type. Yeah. But they're not actually... Do you think you do, though? I thought I just, did. Just wondering. Like, like what, what I do tend what's to... Your
1: common, what's your common, like, denominator?
0: I do tend to like people who are a little bit more... Um, Perceptual mm. um, and observant. I think it's interesting when people have.
1: I like how you just went such the diplomatic route, perceptual and observant. And I'm thinking like raging gamer with anger management issues, because <laughs> that is your boyfriend. <laughs> no, we have to keep the raging gamer. With him. <laughs>
0: Um, no, like people who maybe are like less, mm. less life of the party, more, mm. um, have like weird.
1: But I, I'm with you though, cause I tend to go for people that are very quiet and like maybe not center of attention. That I find tricky to
0: understand. Yes. You're like, it's a puzzle. Right, I'm solving it, <laughs> and, and it's funny because um, my one of my best friends' mums, you know, I've been going round to their house like for the best part of ten years now, yeah. and it's fail after fail after fail with me. Like it's strange scenario after strange scenario with a lot of people I've dated. It's ne- mm. never even necessarily heartbreak. It's always just a bit weird. And she <laughs> was, and she was like, Lily, I don't buy. Mm. That you actually want to be in a relationship. Bullshit. shit. She was like, I think that you just find these situations really funny mm. and interesting. And I'm like, God damn, I'm a psychopath. <laughs> I, I I think that's
1: the flip of that though, it definitely doesn't make you crazy. I think it just makes you somebody that wants to like unpack someone a bit more. But is that healthy? No, definitely not. I mean,
0: but on the on the flip of that, someone has to do it. <laughs> <laughs> unpacking has yeah. to be done I never unpack after holidays but I will unpack people's emotions no, we, not, we might not be the woman in sub-saharan Africa but here we are unpacking unavailable oh, men the emotional labor that nobody else does. to do like, <laughs> damn it no and I, I think it's interesting right because I think this is one thing that people never really talk about when mm. when dating is that real game. What
1: game, Lily? Of,
0: <laughs> of understanding what makes somebody tick, because oh shit. <laughs> no, but it's true. We all want to figure it out, but mm. nobody ever really admits that or talks about it. It's either like I'm in this for myself, I want to date, I want to have a good time, mm. or it's like romantic. I don't think people maybe it's cuz we work in sales. But talk about like the psychology of it enough? Like and I think maybe it's why we both love hate sales because I think sales and dating, well a strange thing to talk about, but it is. I don't know. Every I mean, you say I, every one of your calls feels like a
1: date. It does. It feels like it feels like a first date. Like I should have wine in front of me. It's weird vibes all around. But then you go from that and you go, "Huh?" You know, I never have to see that person, I guess. And then
0: you get them <laughs> to drop, like, a grand. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> that how your dates go. <laughs> I wish. But it's it's one of those interesting things where it's, like, it's, like, that psychology of, like, well, what will make this person want to do something? But hear what me out. What makes this person happy?
1: You know what's bad, though? Do you reckon if we would have treated our real-life dates the way that we do our sales calls? Pay for it now! <laughs> no, but the way we do ours. Oh, yeah you know that's great really really attentive really there maybe our dating lives would be a bit better
0: yeah if we are actually <laughs>
1: nice to people
0: <laughs> and and no and I, I um I think it's it's interesting right because it's the same level of psychology and I guess what we're trying to do to ourselves this evening is what well. we try <laughs> to do on our sales calls well, and on <laughs> dates to others right we're trying to get you guys to give us a thousand pounds <laughs> And we will set up a Patreon. (laughs) These are our details. (laughs) Send us your money. Perfect. (laughs) So yeah, I guess what I I was hoping to get, and I think what we're both hoping to get from this whole experiment, so Mm. to speak, is that kind of deeper level of understanding of why the fuck do we make the decisions that we make? Because again, we think we're super on it.
1: I mean, I would like to think that we are... In fact, super on it, and we just don't know how to express ourselves properly.
0: But here we are, then, when we're in similar situations, mm. we watch the other react in exactly the same way. This is true every single time, and I, I guess, not to go too deep on it, um, not to ruin the vibe, but I think you know, if people are a little bit more accepting of the truth of who they are. Mm. Like, you don't need to beat yourself up about it when you don't meet your own or somebody else's standards, right? I I, um, I got, kind of got into this whole kind of perception of self, like, therapy thing. Is I met a, a woman on a train, and <laughs> I was going through... Not, not a girl on the train? A <laughs> girl on the train. Not to be confused I'm with the, Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Another psychopath movie, yeah. by the way. Also fantastic. <laughs> um, is is um and 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 I was going through I wouldn't even call it a breakup but it was just Mm -hmm. trying to get over a situation ship. Yeah. Which is always I think the hardest thing, that's the worst. I was really struggling with it. And I kind of chatted to her. She was like a psychotherapist uh, working for the NHS and we shared cheesy chips. And she was like, well if you've never had therapy like let's go for a coffee and like I'll just chat to you. And I think the most profound thing that she said, she was like, you are never going to change. And I was like, well, Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. <laughs> Depressing. <laughs> but she was like, but you will get better mm. at learning you. So true. And at like understanding yourself and the decisions you do make. And I think, this is what's kind of interesting about anybody getting to learn themselves and actually putting in the attention to yourself. And this isn't self-care. No. This isn't mindfulness. This isn't no, therapy. It is it's just like a bit of a, an aggressive look in the mirror. And ag- a, a,
1: Yeah, a harsh look in the mirror with focused topics and things that we know that everybody can relate to. And that's just kind of what it is right now, right?
0: Exactly. We're, we're
1: figuring ourselves out. We're
0: figuring out life. For context, we are both... 23 and 24 respectively <laughs> and not everybody knows us um and and yeah i think it's that kind of like time in life where all of a sudden you do start having a little bit more of an understanding of the decisions you make over yeah. and over and over again and it's that just general level of acceptance that yeah, okay you're not going to change but like you get dealt your cards it's just how you play them yeah. and like you get better at the game you yeah. don't change the cards, and I think that's what's pretty like cool about just psychology in general. Even though I am absolutely not trained, fun fact: I once helped tutor a girl for psychology A level, and I had never studied. Lily <laughs> was we sat
1: there like I'm chronically depressed, but hear me out. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to do this psychology exam, and we're going to get an A on it.
0: I never asked her what grade she got. Well, she, she didn't want to tell you either. She's really successful now, though. Shout out. You know who you are. Yeah, shout, shout out, girl. <laughs> F- fix what we can, She's clearly. She's more successful than me. <laughs> I'll take a commission in your career. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Drink sip break? Um... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, Aston, what do you you think, like, your, like, main want to get from this experiment that we're running?
1: I think it's just, like, I always feel better when I put things out there, right? And, like, a lot of the times when you actually reflect on things, and I feel we have so much that's so ridiculous that happens all the time and is so crazy and out of the park, bizarre, that actually sitting and running through it and going, well, why is that continuing to happen? Or why is this that way? Or how is this relating to other kind of aspects in our life? Because I feel like we have a lot that is fairly similar. And while we're completely different people, and that's kind of the dynamic we're hoping to bring in as well. Lily and I are polar opposites in a lot of things.
0: We're talking Scorpio and Aries. And we would like you guys to guess who is who. (laughs) Who is who. Which is which. And I bet
1: you know already. (laughs) But... No, it's that cool dynamic in that whenever we run through things, I feel like because as you've said, we're really self-aware and we or we like to think we are, right? We unpack it to a kind of a deeper level. So it's cool to just sit and run through things that we know so many of our friends and so many people that we've met kind of go through as well. And then see if we can, you know, get something out of it and yeah. make it make it make a bit
0: more sense, please. <laughs> yeah, and, and unpack for everyone. And I think one thing we, we want to start doing as a little philanthropic project, Woo! is um, collect voice notes from anybody who is ridiculous enough to listen to us speak. Um, yeah, if you're
1: here, you're a real one, and I yeah. will listen to your voice note
0: yeah. whenever you
1: send and it. And <laughs>
0: completely anonymous, we won't talk about it on the podcast unless, of course, you'd like us to. But we would love just to hear snippets about your day for a prolonged period of time. And that sounds so scary. <laughs> yeah, I want to get
1: inside what, your brain. What Lily's saying is like, figuring out the things that you talk about the most. Yeah,
0: I was going to say.
1: Okay. She was getting there.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> Gone, offer girl. you. <laughs> girl on the <a> train, fuck. <laughs> and offer you insight on like, maybe a little bit more perspective on what's on your mind. Because this sure as shit was a word vomit
1: absolutely and we're not superstars yet (laughs) but we're here and we're going to make it work and the thing is is having kind of other people's opinions flowing through will give us maybe a bit more of insight on what is most relevant that we could chat to you guys about yeah and I think a lot of it we're probably going to touch on anyway but
0: exactly any kind of current affairs any time that something seems pretty paradoxical Mm. um any time that you know I feel like when when we say things are inconsistent, it's actually not true. The two inconsistencies tend to be completely interlinked with each other. And I think this is kind of what we want to get to the crux of in any topic that we cover. You know, that kind of, that hard look in the mirror, but actually like it's a bit more sympathetic than that. Mm. And it's just like, oh shit, yeah, no, I, I am who I am. And own it yeah
1: and learn from it and as Lily said keep playing your deck of cards because that shit's not changing so might as well
0: yeah and you're only gonna get better and and hopefully you'll be more mysterious than my sister and your poker face will improve um (laughs) you, you go on dates And men spend a thousand pounds on you. (laughs) Oh my God, speaking of once on a sales call, this guy goes, well, that's the quickest a woman's ever got me to spend 600 (laughs) pounds. And I proceeded to vomit in my mouth. And I was like, sir, this is just my job. (laughs) But but here's my Patreon account. Um, Yeah, hopefully one day we'll actually be able to set one up if anybody actually listens to this. Well, if
1: you are listening, we're grateful. We are very grateful and we will get better at this. (laughs) We promise.